Back to the beat. Bulls beat continues with Derek Sharp. Since we're not doing a show on Friday, I'll remind you, and I actually kind of had to remind myself, there's actually a basketball doubleheader at the Yingling Center on Sunday. Why would I have to remind myself? Well, trip to Tuscaloosa today. We'll be with women's basketball all next week in the Virgin Islands. In fact, I won't be hosting Bullseye as Kaylee and BJ will be just fine. And actually, I won't be on the football broadcast next Saturday. Probably should point out that next Saturday's regular season finale is a night kickoff against Charlotte. If you missed Bull Speed Ahead with Michael Kelly, go back and check it out. We planted the seeds that that needs to be a big crowd for Senior Day, Fan Appreciation Day. But anyway, with all this happening and a football broadcast on Friday night, yes, there are two games at the Yingling Center on Sunday. The women hosting North Florida at 2, the men against Northern Iowa at 5. And, as I pointed out on social, after we get back from the Virgin Islands, mark it on your calendars. Now, you can't get tickets because the news is it's sold out. It's going to be the biggest crowd in women's basketball history at the Yingling Center. 9,000 screaming fans. It's Education Day. It's a Thursday game at 11 a.m. We started doing these a couple years ago, and it's definitely unique. You'll want to listen to that broadcast. A lot of noise in the background, but a lot of fun for sure. We had a lot of fun on Monday night with the women's basketball team. We'll give you some highlights and a look to that Bama game, and then we'll present my conversations with a couple of standouts for volleyball and tell you what their situation is. But tonight at the Yingling Center, it's the Bulls and Central Michigan. Jaden Reed was named the Freshman of the Week, rightfully so, for his 10-assist, 5-steal performance in his college debut. We'll replay that game, of course, leading you up to tonight's pregame at 6.30. We're also going to drop in some classic football today, by the way. It's been a while since the 9 win at FSU and the 2011 Trek to South Bend have replayed, so we'll do that. Bulls will definitely be the more rested team tonight. Central Michigan coming off a 10-win season and 7-win seasons each of the previous two is 0-3 now. They played at Oklahoma and at Florida State, but it's worth pointing out since the Bulls played their game on Thursday, Central Michigan has played twice. They began the season at OU, lost by 30, lost at home Saturday afternoon, by 10 to Louisiana Monroe in the Max Sunbelt Challenge, which, of course, we all knew was a thing. And then on Monday night, at FSU, gave up 94 points to the Seminoles, lost 94-67. Their leading scorer has been Anthony Pritchard, and if that name sounds familiar, ding, 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 you're a good follower of Bulls men's basketball. He was the point guard for Tulsa the last couple of years. He does have 11 assists in three games and is averaging 14 points. Junior college transfer from the Division Three Junior College National Runner-Up, Aiden Rubio, who hit 53 threes last year, is 7 for 15 on threes. They do have four individuals all averaging between 8 and 9.5 and points, but their opponents are shooting 53% specifically, and they have not guarded the arc particularly well. They've given up 31 threes in three games. Looking forward to hearing the call of Jim Lighthall and Joey Johnston. I'll be in Tuscaloosa tonight, but definitely checking that out. And you will, too. Hopefully you checked out Monday night's broadcast. Now, if you don't like fouls or turnovers, maybe you flipped around for other options because it was a foul fest right from the start as Grambling, who forced 41 turnovers in the game this year, and you can see why. They overplay on defense. They don't care if they foul out. They had five players foul out in their 23-point loss to North Texas. They only had two foul out on this night. But the Bulls got caught up in it, and Ariel Wilson, their point guard, had two fouls in the first minute. The Bulls committed 28 turnovers, 28 fouls, and almost won by 28, because when they were getting past the pressure and the fouls, they were hitting a lot of shots, particularly three-pointers, 
and two particular bulls had great offensive nights. You'll catch in some of these highlights from Monday. Over to Alvarez, 35 feet from the basket. You hear the countdown. Now Levy, an open look. Swish. You could just see that one was going to flash through. Romy Levy, a big calming shot for the Bulls, their first three, and makes it 12 to 8. 2.08 left to go in the quarter, looking pretty silent on defense right now. Boy, they're really overplaying Asensio. And Putu grabs it, drives the lane. That's a great move by Lohr. Wonderful to see. Now full court pressure. Asensio flips it up to Brito, able to ball handle it across, and that's no small thing. Classic three-pointer, swishes it in. She did not have to be told to shoot that time, and Grambling calls timeout. With 104 to go in the first quarter, it's 23-14 to Blasic. Boy, they did not let the Bulls get across midcourt if they can try and avoid it. Levy, oh, what a cut by Lohr. Puts it high up the glass and in. Lohr and Putu looking great in these few minutes off the bench. 25-14. Alvarez back out there, so she's the two-guard. Emma wide open three. Beautiful shot. Emma Johansson gave it a little nod. Like, yeah, that's my shot. 30-15. to 15. Now the other way. Emma, that was sweet. Emma Johansson with a serious finish, and she could have a career-type day for the Bulls if she keeps it going. 32-17. to 17. Back out to Blasic five. Steps back. Nice-looking three. Drops it in. Vicky. Vicky's Release is a quickie. Three makes it. Maria Alvarez gives the Bulls their fifth make in 10 attempts from distance. Classic from Wilson. That's a better looking shot. And Vicky, her third three. She's got that rhythm, folks. Emma flies in for the rebound. What a game she's putting up for the Bulls. Blasic from Marina. Boom, Vicky. Blasic, great job there. Second chance, three points. Blasic. Oh, what a find. Gonzalez over to Alvarez. Wide open three. Great ball movement switch. Looking good right now. You know when Jose Fernandez gives it the polite applause. He's happy. 55 to 35. The inbounds. Blasic gets it from Emma. Gets fouled and one. Vicky Blasic through the contact. I feel like I should say some sort of Italian phrase right now, but I don't really speak the language. Levy with a nice cut, but good hands up defense. She'll pump fake, then turn around and drop it in. That's a nice move by Rami. As McKinney came and took away the straight up layup attempt, so she faded away beautifully, 65-43. Now they're gonna double team Blasic, who gives it up to Levy in the corner, someone's gotta be wide open. Brito pulls from the baseline, and yeah, maybe she's getting that look about her. Five and five, and yeah, she's got that look about her. That Carla Brito, I'm gonna keep getting the ball, please look, 67 to 45. Ball's on top with 2.10 to go in the third. Headed towards their season high in points. In fact, they have it right now. And Brito just got fouled, but she's gonna continue, and I bet you she's gonna get to continue all the way to the hoop. Yep. Fake, Euro, drop it in. A nifty move and a left-handed shot, and the Bulls have their most points all year. And there's still a lot of time left at 69-45. Missed three by Grambling. Oh, Ariel Caesar, Maria, one touch to Emma, and there's a way to get your career high right there. And one, Emma Johansson gets to 11. Here comes the second bull in double figures. And a nice find by Maria Alvarez. 83-57 ended up being the final score. Blasic, 21 points. Johansson with quarter high, 12 and 9. And then, and I like this, and I think it's something the Bulls can do, four more players between 8 and 9 points with Alvarez hit two threes and Levy and Brito all on 8. Brito added six boards and Danny Gonzalez with 9. 
Bulls outboarded Grambling 49-37 and had a 50%-plus shooting night going on until missing some at the very end, but definitely enough offense to win 83-57. Now, the opponents have not been what they're going to face Thursday night in Tuscaloosa. You could say the same for Alabama. They haven't exactly played a tough opponent yet, but they've been very, very impressive. Where The Bulls have had ruts in games offensively. No ruts for the Crimson Tide. Beating Alabama State 93-39, hitting a bunch of threes against Winthrop in a 79-50 victory, and then demolishing Moorhead State 85-44. Their leading scorer has been Sarah Ashley Barker, who for her career, she started off at Georgia, is a seven-point-a-game player. This season, she is a 17-point-a-game player. Aliyah Nye, great three-point shooter, again in her second year with the Tide, started off her career at Illinois. And Delgene Williams, whose nickname is Burger, love it, grad student from Indiana State. Nye and Williams are actually their only two players on the roster that for their career average in double figures. But again, Barker has been great at the beginning of this season. And yet another transfer, Jessica Timmons, former NC State Wolfpack, has been their second leading scorer with 14 points a game. Nye is the dead eye from three-point range. They only have three players on the roster, just three-game sample, who have hit three-pointers. Barker's only made three. Timmons, two. But Aliyah Nye is 11 for 26. Five for 11 in the win against Winthrop and just four for seven against Moorhead State. What really concerns you, though, especially after the Bulls had all those turnovers against Grambling, is that category. They have forced... 28 a game, the Crimson Tide. So hanging on to the ball might be the entire difference. Live from Tuscaloosa will be on the air at 645 on Thursday night.